And we're live. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 146th time, I am not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco. The podcast. Trying to go live here on IG at the same time. Let let all you motherfuckers know we live. Um, We are live on YouTube, uh, recording the podcast right now, episode 146. The uh, uh, before we get to Chargers, and as always, I've got Doug and Trevor here with me. Before we get to before we get to the Rangers and Chargers thing, uh, I gotta ask: start bench cut, cheating on your spouse. Here are your options. Uh, the the, <laughs> the Earl Thomas. Where you are caught in the act. The the tiger, where she finds your text messages and your career is never the same. Or the urban, where you're caught trying to finger a co-ed's butthole on social media. In public. At a a very, very crowded bar at a college. Right. Sometimes you're just checking the temperature. That's all Real that class is. act, man. Real class act. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's what I call the letter of intent. That's what that is. It's signing season, sweetheart. Here's my little letter of intent. But I think the uh, uh, the Seahawks guy, that Earl one Thomas, had, yeah, Earl Thomas, yeah, that had some some further detail that was uh, uh, more interesting. He, I mean, listen, as right? Only, Wasn't that as like he, a as an only child, Trevor, I mean, Doug and I understand the concept of a foursome with a sibling. Like, but yeah, I mean, what? you obviously just missed out on that. Poor guy. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the thing I don't even know about. You know? Yeah, there's yeah. levels to this. Yeah. Yes. Um, all right. So, so who's starting with this one off? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you've got the urban caught on social media, uh, the Earl Thomas caught in the act. Or the tiger, where she just finds your text messages. How would you like to be caught cheating on your partner? Trevor. Trevor, Trevor let's go with you. <laughs> well, thanks. Oh. Can, and can you say it loud and give a lot of detail so that your roommate hears everything <laughs> no. that we're talking about? No, I'm not. Um... <laughs> D. If I were to do this, this is the order I would do it in. Allegedly. I am I am going to, uh, as I typically do, I'm gonna write in a fourth response. Okay. And say what never. Could you, what could oh. yeah, it doesn't work. Never. It doesn't work. Um yeah, you gotta say, get caught. What a gentleman. Uh now, he didn't say he wouldn't cheat, he just said he wasn't gonna get caught. No, I said I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. That's what oh, I, I just said I'm like I'm not getting caught. Like I'm never no, getting caught. I'm, no, I'm an adult. I've made a commitment. Um, right. I don't know. How would you like to face your public humiliation? I think well, is the... I, I, I'm, I'm definitely put it. I'm definitely going to cut the Urban Meyer. Put it that way. I'm going to cut the video for all to see for all time. 
I would, uh, that would be the least of my favorite ways. Um, I mean, are we just going to generalize caught in the act versus text messages? Or are we going to like go into further detail? Well, no. I mean, with the Earl Thomas thing, she like busted down the door and like had a gun and, and the whole nine. Like, but just right. being caught in the act, the, the, it be, the being held at gunpoint while. While you're with your brother, we'll just we'll we'll leave those. Yeah, deep. I guess I guess it would be text messages, because there's, uh, you know, there's a little room for <laughs> there's a little room for nuance. <laughs> Not for Tiger, there wasn't. No, but the the caught in the act is a, is a tough one. So which start. one? So what's your start? What's start, what's the one start, you're, you're start text bench cut in caught in the act and uh, cut public humiliation all right doug um so yeah so we're you know the the one that gets cut is the worst one right it's the one you would least want to have happen to you yeah all right so i think getting caught in the act would probably be the worst yeah speak um, that's when trevor's talking about no wiggle room or there being wiggle room there's there's no wiggle room there. No. Yeah. So getting nope. caught, I mean, it's, it's bad for everybody. It's bad for the person getting caught. It's bad for the person catching. So getting caught is 100% my cut. I think this is, I think, I don't know. I, think I might be going against the grain here. I think I'm going to bench um, the text messages and start the public. What was it? The urban? Yeah, the, just the just the, the urban, yeah. <laughs> just having your yeah. shit all the way out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna bench the the text messages because that's kind of the even ground. I feel like, but if you if it's on social media, you ain't gotta explain shit. It's over. Everybody knows. You don't have to answer any questions. You just say <laughs> it's out there. That's what happened, and you're you're kind of getting off free. Right? Like the social media one's almost like a cry for help. I think this was a cry for help from Urban Meyer. And his own four Jaguars in his very uh, unstable mental state. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, it's a convenience thing. Everybody knows, so I don't got to explain nothing to nobody. <laughs> okay, so here's I, I would I would cut the getting caught in the act. Um, no doubt, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, and, and and Doug, I think you're you're lacking in a bit of chivalry here. It also it doesn't work for the for the person you're cheating on your spouse with. I mean, they're humiliated too. There's an extra level of humiliation there. Um, sometimes the, they know, sometimes they don't. You know, uh, you know. Yeah, because um, yeah, yeah, then it, can, it, it the turns into... Party, yeah. Now, the, the flip side of that is like, what if it turned into a threesome? <laughs> right, like it could be an opportunity. Right. You'd be like, right? hey, while we're here... Yeah. You know, yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you both about this. I'm glad you showed up because this is actually part of the plan. Right. Yeah, you came. I didn't think you were going to. This is all go according to plan. Are you down? Surprise. <laughs> um, so um I'm cutting that one, although there is upside even even on the cut. Um I am gonna I'm gonna agree with Doug on the public humiliation um is fine as long as you don't have grandkids to apologize to like urban meyer did (laughs) 
That yeah. was the thing. Yeah. That was the part of the apology that really sent it for me was when he's like, you know, I've got grandkids. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? You can't bring up your grandkids in the middle of I might have been fingering her butthole at a bar. Yeah. Style apology. Um what a so, what a what a dirtbag. So the uh the text messages well and then and then you've got deep fakes. Like I don't think right. it's out of the realm of possibility that if um well we're, we didn't ask, we, we didn't ask what's the easiest one to like finagle out of, right? Well maybe that's uh, that's maybe that's the next one. And that's where I was going with the nuance. Right. Yeah, I mean I guess um with the text messages depending on the text messages Right. You've got, you know, you've you've got some like ah, you know, oh that's that's just the Domino's guy. Um, <laughs> that's part of, yeah, that's our podcast, right? So it's a new, um, seg- it's a new segment. Anyways, I'm, I'm starting. I'm starting the the urban. I am benching the tiger, and I am cutting uh, the Earl Thomas getting caught in the act because I would end up dead. In the third scenario, <laughs> yeah, on site, I wouldn't make it out of that room alive. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with living. Deed. So, um, anyways, well, that's uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop off the the IG uh, thing here. So, hopefully, you guys come join us over on the YouTube. We're having some fun. Um, yeah, come and join the fun. The uh, go on. All right. So next up. We've settled that. Hopefully I didn't say that loud enough that my wife heard every word of that segment. Um, She's not going to listen to the podcast. Uh, Raiders Chargers reactions. Were you guys following along with the parlay better? Were you aware of the parlay better? I think I saw it, but I just, no. Just just from your text. So the guy put $500 down on a 10-team parlay. To pay out one hundred twenty-six thousand, and at one point I think they're up fourteen in the third quarter, and the cash out is eighty k. And he's like, "Nah, I'm not doing it." I, you know, he even said on the on the on the on the IG story, he said, uh, "You know, what's the difference between one hundred twenty-six thousand and eighty k?" And he's drunk, and uh, <laughs> and the guy's like forty-six k. Um, but yeah, he ended up he ended up winning. It got hairy there. It did, and I don't know. That's shitting your pants territory at that point. Absolutely, absolutely. That's why betting is just man. I just can't. I mean, putting especially, five five hundred dollars down, putting five hundred down on a ten team parlay is is yeah. a wild waste of money. I mean, like you know, you know it's like. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like you've been talking about it a lot. I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll fuck around just so we have, you know, I have get some more skin in the game. Literally, uh, you know, on the conversation. And then I started watching Squid Game, and yeah, nope, gambling's not for me. I haven't watched Squid Game yet. Is that a? Is that? Oh. It seems like I it seems like I have to. Yes, I. You have to get over. It's uh, it's either gonna be in subtitles if you choose, or it's voiced over. I which I have, it. which I have a lot of difficulty with voiceover, but. Everybody that I know has been like, you need to get the fuck over that because this is phenomenal. And it's, I'm only two episodes in and it's insane. Korean, it's, right? It's, it's, a, so it's a Korean, it's like, Korean. Uh, Hunger Games yeah. type deal almost. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Except they're kids' games. Like, 
uh, red light, green light. Yeah, but it's like fictional, right? It's not a real reality TV show. It's a fictionalized like Hunger Games, people die shit, right? No, no, no. It's this, it's this weird North Korean thing where they actually kill people on TV, and you get to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Yes, it is fictional. Um, uh, but you know, I mean, I, lo- I like that the duck and my only reaction to that was like, "Fucking funny, yeah." Is, is it real? No, is it real? <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, they kill people. Fuck Man. yeah, let's do this. Right, and it's 2021, and that and we were like, oh, is that is that real? Is are they really doing that? Because yeah, that could be a thing. You fucking never know in other countries. There's weird stuff that goes on. It's I I, I completely uh, understand what you're saying. Um, but when I first like heard about it, I was like, what the fuck is this a real thing? Um, just because it was, it looks like it looks like a real show, and then you start seeing. The, some crazy I mean shit it, it's got like a, an MXC uh vibe yeah. to it a little bit like when you in the uh trailers yeah. and shit. Oh, yeah. I've I, yeah I've seen the memes are everywhere I've I've had like five people recommend it. Yeah. Um so it is so, yeah, it is I all over start it. it is all over the internet. And so I'm not, not worried to, I'm not worried it. about the subtitles because I'm a father and two insanely loud people and a insanely loud wife and uh, I watch everything with fucking closed captioning on now anyways. Do you really? Everything. I Ted Lasso, The yeah. Wire, uh, really? everything I watch with closed captioning on. Football, closed captioning, everything. There was a uh, article or a TikTok video or whatever, something of a person saying... Um, the subtitles or the translation on that show is like way off. Probably, they're saying yeah, like they're I mean, saying like, totally different things. I'll never know. Yeah, no. Yeah, me either. <laughs> there's um. Well, there was a joke in Ted Lasso that I only got because of subtitle because of the closed captioning. Somebody said, uh, you know, because you know they're in England, and somebody says, "Cheers," and he goes, "Night Court." And <laughs> and I had that exact reaction. I'd already seen the episode, and we'd gone back and we'd rewatched it. And I only got, I only caught it because of the closed captioning the second time. But it, uh, it 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 got me. They're bringing um, that show back. There's going to be another Night Court. I heard that. Oh, yeah? I didn't yeah. watch the first one. The uh, the female lawyer, defense attorney in that show, just died. About a month or two ago, unfortunately, Night Court was solid. Very. Solid. I, I mean, I couldn't. I definitely watched a couple episodes. Um, Carrie Anderson know. as the judge, John Larroquette. They had the big, tall, bald guy, Bull. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm old enough to where there was only like five channels on TV, and then maybe only got one of them, and that was on. So that's what I was watching. Yeah, yeah, I've I've old, I've old seen enough, a then, few. Just porn up, was porn up too young channel. to. Oh yeah, I was. I've seen a few, but was too young to dive into it. Anyways, for those people that want to go leave a review about how we give good tangent, that that is one of them. Um, so Charger Raiders reactions. Uh, the guy ended up winning one hundred twenty six thousand. Good for him. Um, question for the panel: Chargers are the blankth blankth. Fill in the blanks. Chargers are the blank best team in the AFC. 
I'm looking for a number here. How many teams are better than the Chargers in the AFC? Doug, we'll start with you. Um, <clears throat> that's a it's a pretty good question. I would say the Chargers AFC. I would say they're probably two or three right now for me. Um, I'll be biased and say three and say I like my Browns better. So, and Bills would be the other one? Yeah. Bills, Browns, Chargers. Yes. Okay. Trevor. I mean, you know, we, we've talked about really good teams and what they do to really bad teams. And that's what the Bills did this week. The Bills just pummeled a bad team where, you know, Kansas City, arguably the best team in the AFC, right, is having trouble uh, with bad teams and good teams. Um it's 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 hard for me to rule out the Chiefs, right? I mean, I I still think they're the the class of the uh, of the league, but yeah, I mean, I'd have to I'd probably have to say two that the Chargers are the second best team behind the Bills so far. Um, I mean, the Chargers look good, man. Like they're not they're not they're not they're not it's not cheap wins. They're beating good teams. Um. The talent's actually playing. Those young cornerbacks uh, are, are phenomenal. Asante Samuel Jr., yeah, he's looking really good. Yeah, and then uh, who's the rookie? Just had the, the game-winning interception. Or game-sealing uh, he, interception. He's not a rookie, but uh, Darwin James. Darwin James, he's not a rookie? Darwin. No, no he's his third year. Oh, is it maybe fourth? Fourth, yeah, oh, something really? like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know shit. I'm just here for college. He, he missed a year um, with, <laughs> with an injury, um, so okay. he was gone for a year. But yeah, right. I mean, I, I I'm gonna call it now, man. Like after that, after last week when they tried to lose and they won, I think they, I think they broke the curse. I think you they need did. Some, you need you need something a lot stronger than that. I'm just saying, like it's always they just had that thing. It's like you just knew watching the Chargers for I don't know the last. 15 years since I've been out in Southern California. Um, you get to know them, right? They're the local team. You get to pay attention to them and follow them. And I always felt good being a Giants fan. I mean, we won two Super Bowls while I lived out here. But, but you know, through the painful years, which is the other, you know, other than those two, it was like, well, at least I'm not a Chargers fan. Because that is a painful team <coughs> to be a fan of. They just find ways yeah. to lose, and um, I don't know. I mean, the, it just it just feels like there's a, a, a pendulum, sh- a, a, a momentum shift in that team and the way they think and the way they play. I'm I'm rooting for them. Yeah, I mean, I my, getting. Yeah, I think my favorite teams are in the AFC. <laughs> can can you? I can't believe how much. Like nobody expected this from Justin Herbert. I really? like. I think he's. I, I certainly didn't. He. Um, that was the big thing for me is he was so quiet, so passive. You know, throughout what I saw of him in college and at the combine, like this guy's going to lead an NFL team. Um, but that he's improved greatly on that last week. And last week, I noticed in his press conference how comfortable he was, how clearly he was speaking. So he's grown a lot, but yeah, I, uh, from what I had saw of him from a mental 
you know, alpha dog standpoint coming out of college, I was like, this guy is going to get chewed up and spit out. But he definitely has the fucking arm talent. I'll tell you that right now. That guy makes some laser throws. Um, Both those guys tonight in fucking yeah. cannons. But so, yeah, you're right. And, and but he I mean, was, he's, I, I made the joke last year about where Josh Allen, Josh Allen says, uh, or somebody asked Josh Allen, what do you want to be when you grow up? And Josh Allen just says, I just put a picture of Justin Herbert there next to like Josh Allen dash colon. Um, but uh, I mean, like he's, he's accurate. He's he's what Josh Allen stands thought Josh Allen was for the first two years. Like Josh Allen has gotten to be, you know, a top three quarterback in the NFL, but like Justin Herbert just kind of like showed up that way. Like yeah. he's unreal. Um and he's kind of the you know how last week or the week before we we're talking about the tragedies of, of rookie quarterbacks specifically going to the wrong programs and just kind of getting wasted. Yeah. He, it was the opposite for him. He was underutilized in college, right? He wasn't, he was in a, a a very, you know, short passes and, and uh, speed options and shit like that at an Oregon. Right. And then, and then he was able to actually thrive when he, when he got Mm. to the program. But I mean, Oregon, uh, Oregon has a new, a newer coach, Marco Cristobal, who's an offensive line guy. So they very much went to a more defensive run dominant team. They were still running their spread shit and throwing it all over the place, but they were running a lot more yeah. at Oregon um, under Marco Cristobal. Um, so and they actually lost this weekend to Stanford. Um, yeah. But but yeah no so yeah you're you're right to that. And but Justin Herbert's path hasn't exactly been easy either. I mean he had to rod taylor in front of him didn't get as many reps because of it got thrust into the um got trey lanced into the um into the the starting spot there kind of before anybody thought he was going to be ready due to the the punctured lung um and then sets the nfl record for touchdowns touchdown passes by a rookie and then loses his head coach and play caller on top of that like, that's not the easiest thing to do. And for him to still be out there just kind of crushing is uh, the guy's fucking a nuclear talent. Like, he's unreal. Um, I have serious quarterback envy. Well, you got to, you got to, you know, the Chargers did the right thing and went out there and dressed their offensive line. So yes. when you have that kind of quarterback, you, you better protect them. Um, yeah. They're they're doing that. Their line looks great. Their running game looks great. Their receivers, they have big receivers. Like they look really good at every position, and uh, it'll be an interesting game next week, for sure. It, it's uh, is it Brownies and Chargers next week? Yep. Cleveland's Are you coming going? to LA. Nah, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think it's in the books. Wow. Yeah. But why, I get, why, why? Just because you have shit to do? Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to move from the Pacific yeah. Ocean to the Atlantic Ocean in like two weeks. So, <laughs> so that's what's, what's a, up. What's a Sunday afternoon, dude? All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, if hey, if you guys want to go, I'll go. 
Is that what we're asking? Is that what we're talking about? You guys, I, I, I have to potentially watch Trey Lance's first start. What's it? Oh, you guys, oh, get the fuck oh. out of here. I think that is a perfect opportunity for this for content and for a live pod. Yeah, no, no, we'll we'll go to a football game next time I live in California. <laughs> or, when we have, or, or when we have to go to a fucking Panthers game. Thanks, man. Thanks, friends. Fuck. <laughs> like, I'm going to be sitting there fucking watching. God damn it. I don't watching fucking Trey Lance on my fucking phone. Um, I, yeah, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going, dude. I got it. Okay, I, good, I, good. I Let's just of, let Doug I, not go. This I got a lot of stuff to go. Doug, what if just, I get, what if I get you before, tickets? Just just before you guys try to make me feel guilty, though, I can I can spin it right back on you. There you um, go. That worked perfectly. I mean, Trevor, <laughs> if you want to get me tickets, then you got to go with me. That's like, if you want to get us tickets, let me know. Well, yeah, I'm not just get you a fucking ticket. Yes. There would be an us. Let me see what I can do. I know I know some people. Okay. It's a keep Chargers me, game. Keep me posted. Yeah, it's a Chargers game. <laughs> they're, they, they're speaking given, of. Speaking they're of. Handed, was, they're handed. They're, everybody that isn't wearing a Chargers jersey gets in free. I don't know. You know you know Southern California. People are starting to go to those games now that they're winning. Yeah, they're looking good. So LA is going to hop on the bandwagon. But both, LA, but both LA teams are looking good. So, well, actually, yeah. maybe not. But I mean, how how ridiculous was that uh, crowd noise in their home in their home stadium? <laughs> it's dude, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that is, I mean, there's something to say about that, especially if they keep winning. Yeah, that, that they are. They have been toughened up. They basically play road games every week. The Raiders did play in LA for a while, though. They do have a lot of fans there. Yeah, plus you know the Cowboys come to town. That's a huge yeah uh, fan base, right? I mean, it's almost everyone. Everybody who's from Ohio. Is and that lives in LA, which is a large quantity of people, is going to be at that game too. Yep. Next yeah. Week, oh right? yeah. It's everybody shows up. Oh, yeah. the, San Diego has the second biggest Browns backers bar <laughs> in the world. That's hard to say. Um. So, so yeah, there's a huge contingent of people from San Diego going up to the game. Right. So here's the the Raiders are now three and one. Uh, I don't know what the so you got the Broncos. Chargers and Raiders that are all three and one. The Chiefs are now two and two. Um, and but the Raider here's the Raiders schedule home against the Bears, at Broncos, home against the Eagles, at the Giants, and then the Chiefs come to town. So that's four more wins that the Raiders should get. They should realistically be disappointed if they're not seven and one when they next time they play the Chiefs. I don't know if there's anything to talk about there, but the Raiders are going to have a really yeah. nice record halfway through the season. Yeah, they're they're a good team. Yeah, they're a good team. That magic just uh, caught through that interception, and the Chargers. The Chargers were actually you know the momentum had seriously changed in that game and shifted. Right, and it looked like for a, for a little bit there that the that the Raiders were coming back. Yeah, then a nice little push. You got the, what was it twenty one fourteen there for a second? Twenty one fourteen, and then there was a big stop, and then the Chargers marched down the field, uh, and that was oh, that wasn't it. But then you know Carthos interception, and that's that. Yeah, the uh, the Chargers have the opposite schedule. They have uh, the Browns coming to town, then they go to the Ravens, and then they play the Patriots before it gets a little easier with the. Eagles, Vikings, Steelers, Broncos. So, yeah, um, that's going to be a fun division. Oh yeah. 
Um, all right, so our picks from this weekend didn't go great. I, I, I didn't pick the first – I didn't pick the AM games like a stunad. I don't at, know how uh, that happened. I at all I on the uh, – Right. No, I didn't pick any of them. Well, I was just talking the uh, our, our five locks of the week that we did on the Thursday pod. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That. So if you were betting against us, uh, you did pretty good. Specifically, yeah. if you were betting against me and Doug, you did you did real well. Uh, Trevor went two and three uh, with the Browns and Chiefs both covering. Uh, Doug uh, Doug had the Chiefs. I had the Ravens, um, but lost on every other fucking pick. I think I had the Bucks, Saints, Titans, and. Bucks, Saints, Titans, and who's the other one? Who there was another like lock, lock, lock. Bengals. That was it. Yeah. So, um, and we'll try and do better this Thursday. I uh, I made three pretty good bets on Saturday for college football. One, all three, was feeling really good about myself, and then just shit to bet on Sunday with college. Like I missed like almost every game I bet on. <laughs> Like I, I usually do a parlay. I did a three-team parlay. I lost all three games. Like I missed all three, which is very rare. So I, I was definitely off this week. And I'll say that for sure. But hit a uh, six-team parlay, a three-team parlay, and a uh, three-team teaser in college on Saturday. It was nice. I like it. I like it. All right. So um, back to start bench cut. Uh, best performance by a cartoon. I've got uh, Bugs Bunny in Space Jam. Roger Rabbit in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Or Kyler Murray. <laughs> I knew you were going there. 2021 <coughs> Cardinals. Uh, I don't think we're, we don't have to take this seriously. I would just like to talk. Like, are the Cardinals the best team in football? They're the last undefeated team. So, yeah. Right now, we can say that right now. He's grinding it up. Grind it up, Doug. You just grind, <laughs> you just grind your way through that, son. Sorry, uh, they're good. They are good. Yeah, right? I mean, they pretty decisive wins over pretty good teams. Um, I mean, the Rams were the number one team on everybody's power rankings this week. Yeah, and, so, and, and made them look bad. It was over in the second quarter. In L.A., right? Yeah. In L.A., yeah. Yeah, no, uh, A.J. Green is looking good. There, yeah, I mean, it was, I, I, I would say it's easier to look good with, you know, that cartoon throwing the ball, man. He's 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 unbelievable. I mean, that's, that's when we talked on Thursday about wanting to, you know, like, what franchise would we pick if we couldn't root for our current team? Um, when I was like, hey, the Bengals are just kind of a worthless franchise and nobody wants to be there. Um, AJ Green having a career resurgence, um, going full Carmelo Anthony uh, here in, in uh, Arizona is uh, is exactly why. So, um, But yeah, he, he didn't give a shit last year. He had Joe Burrow throwing him the ball. He was healthy last year. He just didn't give a shit last year. Now he cares right. again. Right? Yeah, he's playing for something. Well, he knows they can, they have a chance. He knows they're good. That that gets anybody going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kyler, Kyler's crazy. Do the Niners have any chance against Kyler this weekend? I I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. At all. 
unless unless Trey Lance, you know, can out dick him, but I don't know. Well, Jimmy's only got a calf bruise, so maybe he's gonna be. He might play. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. I think um, once those keys are handed over, I ain't coming back to Jimmy. Well, that's the thing. That's it. Would scare me if if they did right. Like yeah. I don't I, like if they're gonna if they're gonna turn it over. I want it to work. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the, like Niners fans right now, the the sky is is uh, is falling in Forty Nine Land, and chaos is in the streets, and stuff's getting thrown through proverbial windows and there's looting and rioting. It's, it's terrible on 49ers Twitter right now. Um, I've unfollowed so many fucking like actual people like reporters and stuff, just because I just can't, I just can't, I just can't be surrounded by that much bad news right now. Um, yep. but, uh, been there. Uh, yeah, this is, um, uh, hopes a hell of a thing and I'm not sure I have much of it. I'll be surprised if, if we're at this point, we're two and two, and I'm sitting here saying I'd be surprised if we're a playoff team. But the injuries just seem insurmountable. The schedule does get easier. I don't know. I don't want. I didn't want to talk about the fucking 49ers right now. All right. Who is uh, Bills or Cardinals? Who would be your number one team in the NFL right now? Andrew. Bills or Cardinals? Yeah. I don't know if I've seen enough for the Cardinals defense. The Bills defense looks good. Uh, so I'm going to say the Bills. Yeah, I mean, they had that week one that was like, huh, are these guys good? And then they haven't looked back from that. I mean, week one, without you know, without playing your guys in the preseason, really, and it's kind of a warm-up game at this point. Yeah, I mean, that's what we said. We said um, it's warm-up. I mean, and it's, and it's proven that all over the league. Yeah, and they lost because the Steelers blocked a punt for a touchdown. That was kind of the difference in that game. So, um, But they've won three in a row, and the Steelers have lost three in a row since then. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bills just because of Mister Mister Kingsbury. That guy's still at the helm. Still, he's still there. Still so the it, it, it gets down to the end of the season, big games, the play, the playoffs. Um, yeah, he's gonna make some. He's gonna be an idiot. The Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals started hot last year and then flamed out at the end of the year. Um, so, to to your point, Trevor, and they're actually. Uh, the Cardinals actually have the worst record in NFL history for a team that started 4-0. They, one year, they started 4-0. This was like 2012, I think. Um, they started 4-0 and finished 5-11. and that's, Wow. That's a, that's a real yeah. thing. Somebody sent yeah. that to me, and I was like, holy shit. And I looked it up, verified it my damn self, and uh, well. yeah. Carson Palmer and... Uh... No, I don't know who, who I don't know who's on that team. Um, but anyways, they uh, they just yeah they they something. I don't trust Kingsbury. We'll see how the rest of it goes. But Kyler might be playing well enough for it. To, Kyler also got hurt last year, which happens. You'd think with a guy that's five nine and carry and carries the ball so much. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, all right. Uh, scariest jinx to happen to your team, Doug. I was, I was very concerned that I was going to have to 
drop a, a, a Brown's cousin's curse um, there for a second. Were you how were you how how did the Browns game go for you, Doug? Were you confident the whole way? Well, the first drive of the game, the Vikings went right down the field and scored, like just hitting nice runs, hitting Justin Jefferson. They went right down the field and scored. So I was like, "Fuck, that's the offense that they've been talking about." Um, after that, though, the Browns' defense fucking dominated. Like I was like, are we playing Justin Fields again? Like they look like they were more impressive against the Vikings than they were against the Bears. Um, like Miles Garrett and Clowney are a fucking tandem, dude. Um, so it was a close game the whole time because Baker played like shit. Um, he was just high all day, missing throws all day. Um. They're not talking about, but the, there's reports of his, you know, when he separated his shoulder against the Texans, it's kind of uh, been the excuse for his accuracy the last two weeks. But, I mean, it was uh, it was a close game, but after so many drives of the Browns just not giving Kirk Cousins any room to step up and throw and absolutely shutting down Delvin Cook, I was feeling pretty good about it. Um, but, yeah, touchdown, two-point conversion. Two field goals, fourteen points. <laughs> I, I started. I I put it on and was watching it after the. I, I was watching it right before we started the podcast. Um, and uh, they, the defense did look like that first drive. Yeah, just like you said, stormed right down the field, and I'm like, shit. Like I was it, even on the um, red zone channel. I was like, oh fuck, here we go. And, uh, but yeah, they, they crushed from there on out. Um, and every time they ran the ball, I had one word in my head. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Adidas. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chunt. Chunt. <laughs> Which is the Trump. correct response. Yeah, no, we, uh, <laughs> I mean, Baker was off, but Chubb and Hunt, a.k.a. Chunt, um, they were getting first down. So we controlled the clock, and the defense played great. And uh, you got to win some games ugly. They're not all going to be. Yeah, you got to grind, gonna... grind some of those out. Yeah, and it was a grinder. It was an off day for our quarterback, and uh, the defense stepped up and looked great. I mean, it was it was fun, too, because joke, Jeremiah Wissukoromo continues to look great. Um, Delpit, who was our second-round pick last year, tore his Achilles and never even played last year. He's starting to make plays. Um, so it's like it's cool to see some guys go down for the Browns, and then the guys that step in for them are, like, good. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Yeah, so it was very encouraging win, but we also now we got to play the Chargers and the Cardinals, our next two games. So we'll see. All right, so scariest jinx. We'll get we'll get to one last start bench cut. Scariest jinx. You've got the announcer jinx, which we saw a couple times. The he's perfect at the free throw line. He hasn't missed a field goal. He's uh, he's ten for ten to start this drive. That's the announcer jinx. Then you've got the Madden curse. And then you've got the not Joe jinx. Perfect through seven. Right. Yeah. Perfect through seven. Then you've got the not Joe jinx. And the not Joe jinx, um, uh, I had ca- I had uh, uh, Cousins on my MVP radar last week, and he lost. I had uh, Matt Stafford on my MVP radar last week and he lost and i had david carr on my mvp radar last week and he lost so so technically i went three for three boom am i the most powerful person in sports start bench cut trevor (laughs) we'll start with you mad announcer jinx madden curse the not joe jinx Madden curse has kind of been debunked in the last two years, right? I mean, the Mahomes won a Super Bowl, right? Um, Lamar didn't fall apart last year. Yeah, I, I mean that one's been debunked, but like it was pretty spot on there for a while. That yeah, was a, that was a real thing for you know five years. Yeah, it was in your ass like Urban Meyer there for like five to seven years. Hey, oh, just a tip. Just the thumb, yeah. Um, Fingernail. Hey, what? I think I'm gonna start. Is that dirt under my nail? (laughs) Oh nope, that's poop. He's a father, right? Yeah, he knows that trick. He's Um, got grandkids. He knows what it's like. (laughs) Check the diaper. Um, I'm gonna start. Announcer curse. Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm going to start not Joe Curse. I'm going to bench announcer Curse, and then I'm going to cut Madden Curse. That's what I'm talking about. Because you are all powerful. It's getting creepy. It's weird. I I 
tweeted i was about to post a uh a meme about zach wilson and i only put it up on twitter and it was said hey remember when we all thought zach wilson was going to be good and then the picture said that's that was an intense 50 to 60 seconds and then he had a great game yep touchdown barbie so um it extends everywhere if i have a thought the opposite will happen Mm. it has to be a genuine thought though i can't I can't manipulate things. I can't just say something and it turn. Otherwise, you know, I, anyways. You can't will oh. it true. It needs to just exist. I, I, uh, the Niners were up seven nothing when I posted a meme saying, uh, Russell Wilson waiting for the Seahawks to get him an offensive line. And, and then Russell Wilson immediately scored. Look what you did there. Yeah. So shouldn't have done that. It's my own fault. Anyway, Doug. Am I the most powerful man in sports? Uh, start bench cut go. Um, you know the Madden. The Madden one's been around for a while. I think the Madden one replaced the Sports Illustrated one. Do you remember that one? Yeah. There, yeah, that was kind of you got that if you got the SI cover, you like immediately lost the next week. Yeah, that was the OG curse, and then we got Madden. So I, you know. I like the history of it, so I'm going to start. No, actually, no, I'm not going to start. I'm lying. The uh, the announcer curse never fails. So I'm going to start the announcer one. Anytime an announcer is like, he's perfect from the free throw line, clunk, guaranteed. Field goals, free throws, like you said, Trevor. Um, no hitters. hitters. Perfect games, yeah. Yeah, it is uncanny. That one is always – I feel like I notice that one every time. So I'm going to start that one. Um, I am intrigued by the Nacho curse. <laughs> I'm going to bench it. Um, maybe we revisit this after the season. Um, hopefully not, right? Or is this a good thing? I don't know. I don't know where which way this is going right now with your Nacho curse. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Because you're wielding it. You're getting a little irresponsible the way you're, oh, Russell Wilson and other, <laughs> you know, some of these guys you're throwing out there. I, I mean, I'm ruining careers at this point. They no can one be dangerous. <laughs> um, yeah, so I definitely, during my rumbling and ramblings there, definitely did a complete 360. I'm going to cut um, the men. All right. Even though uh, I thought I was going to start it. Yeah, I, um, I, I would, I would like to cut the not Joe Jinx. Um, I I don't want I don't want this power. I I feel like it stands in the way of any kind of longevity I might have. In uh, I mean, you can't do the things that I'm trying to do here with a podcast and the goddamn meme page and be wrong all the time and have nothing fucking age well. So I'm gonna I'm gonna so I guess from a strategy standpoint, should I start the Nacho curse or should I? <laughs> But if I, but again, I can't, I can't will these things. I'm not, I haven't harnessed that power yet. Uh, in a, in movies, what would I be? I'm, I've, I've got the power. I just don't know how to. Am I Neo? Um, I don't. You're like a young Luke Skywalker. But yeah, like a, like a young. Uh, is but Luke was for good. So you're saying you're Anakin? I'd be Darth Vader. It's, it seems like it. 
just, Come on, man. I'm, I'm just doomed. Um, Your lightsaber's great. Come on. Um, I took a shot for that, and it's not green anymore. Thank you. Um, the so okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the not Joe curse. I'm gonna start the announcer jinx, and I'm gonna bench the Madden curse. I still think the Madden curse is is a thing. Um, I, it, it it's just kind of it's. It's getting it like Madden. It's getting a little old, and maybe it forgot where it put its keys. But uh, it's still there. It's still kicking. So we'll see. Um, which brings us to the Not Joe MVP radar. Um, oh, so, what a segue! <laughs> I'm sorry in advance. Um, uh, Dak Prescott is is on my right now again. Josh Allen is the prediction. Josh Allen, Josh Allen is the MVP prediction. Um, the hope and prayer is that Jameis Winston does win it. Looking like a long shot, but it was he was always a long shot. Okay, he was always a long shot. Maybe the long shot's gotten longer. Um, but uh, this is just my radar. This is these are the guys I'm thinking about on a week to week basis as I get ready for my mid season adjustment period for my for my nfl mvp award vote uh so dak prescott uh just over a thousand yards 10 touchdowns eight yards per attempt uh patrick mahomes uh 1200 yards 14 touchdowns 8.6 yards per attempt and then probably the guy who's playing as good a football as anybody and putting him on here Again, this is a genuine thing. It's not that I'm just pulling this name out of a hat. It's not because they play my team this week. But Kyler Murray, uh, 1,273 yards, nine touchdowns, nine and a half yards per attempt, playing football as well as anybody in the league right now. And, and uh, um, probably one of, I don't know, two, three most dangerous quarterbacks in the league right now. So, um, anyway, those are the guys on my uh, on my MVP radar. So, we'll see how that goes next week i don't think the niners are good enough to to make me go oh and three again next week but you know we'll see there you go kyle murray um all right so we get to the awards we racked our brains we met as a committee uh the academy came through and couldn't really think of anybody to nominate for the um hollywood brown offensive defensive player of the week award which is given to right now only Hollywood Brown is the only guy to have, have won this award, but um, it's given to the player that fucks his team's chances of winning up the most from the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, we're not trying to just make it, Hey, who threw the most interceptions. Um, but there wasn't really, even, there wasn't even really a big interception day from anybody this week. So we're, we're skipping that award this week. We're going to go straight to best excuse in a losing performance. Um, nominees are the Broncos. Their excuse being, we were never going to win this division. What did you want from us? Um, the Titans, we were missing both our starting wide receivers. Or the Eagles, did you really expect the Chiefs to lose three straight? Uh, Trevor, I thought we, I think we started with you last time. Doug, why don't you go first? Or, or, or nominate a different team would be fine as well i think we lost doug doug's back is he doug, back? are you with us again he's on mute 
I'm here. Doug got, Doug got yeah, I got booted. Sorry. All right. So uh, best excuse um, yeah. in the winning performance, Broncos, Titans, Eagles, or nominate somebody of your choosing. Uh, Broncos, Titans, Eagles are the yeah. nominations for best, best performance. Ex- be- best excuse in a losing performance, the Broncos being we were never going to win this division. What did you want from us? The Titans, we were missing both our starting wide receivers. And the Eagles' excuse is, did you really expect the Chiefs to lose three straight? Yeah, I mean, so I thought the Chiefs were a lock. That's what was my lock of the week, right? So I would start that one, right? Well, we're not doing start. This is the awards. We're not doing start. Oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah. That's, okay. We're on a two two week streak for Doug misunderstanding the awards segment. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> All good. Got lost on <laughs> Doug is um, the odd defensive offensive player of the week. I, I kind of got lost on that third or fourth mute um, <laughs> about 20 minutes ago. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So the award goes to, damn, that is a tough one. Um, I think it's between, like, I mean, Julio Jones and AJ Brown. That's a pretty good excuse. Um, but, but, you're playing, yeah. but you're playing the Jets. Right. Let me finish. Can I finish? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 Um, but yeah, the, the Brown, well, didn't, didn't Bridgewater got injured, right? He got knocked out in the second quarter. Yeah. I mean, so they had to go to Drew Locke. Pretty good excuse. Pretty good excuse. Am I right? Am I right? Pretty good excuse. Um, but yeah, I think I got a, yeah, that's a good team, though. They played Ravens. I'll go with, mm, yeah, I'll say the Titans. Um, those are their kind of, those are two pretty heavy hitters. Just defense isn't terrible, and they can stack the box and stop King Henry. So, so yeah. All right. Titans. <laughs> Titans. Trevor, who are you taking? Broncos, Titans, or Eagles? Broncos all day. I mean, they're just like they were paper champions. They played terrible teams. They're not good, and we saw that. I'm oh, okay. So, well, this the, we have no consensus here. Uh, I'm going with the Eagles. There's no fucking way the Chiefs were losing that game. There was none. They didn't even need to play it. There's no way the Chiefs were losing three straight. And they ended up winning by two scores, two maybe three scores. Like there was two thirty, they gave up thirty points. Yeah, there's no way they were losing that game. None. Um. So yeah. So that's the the Eagles caught a very bad uh, break there with a Chiefs team probably hyper focused on the fact that like okay. Let's fucking let's get back to doing what we're doing before this fucking shit gets out of control. And uh, you know, when good teams, you know, when good teams get slapped around a little bit early in the season, sometimes it can wake them up and they go on a little run. I can see the Chiefs going on a little bit, a little bit of a run here. Um, so I'm so we each we each picked a different one. That's okay. This That's is good. these are yeah. We we don't need a consensus. We don't need to agree on these. Um, yeah. The next award. Uh, is coaching to lose the game award. Um, both uh, poor decisions in field goal attempts. Uh, Sean McVay down 11, kicking a 22-yard field goal, which is from the five-fucking-yard line. When you have Matthew Stafford, 
and the rest of the offense, and you're some kind of fucking offensive genius, you're down 11, you're kicking 22-yard field goals with 30 seconds left in the first half. Good news is you made it. Bad news is the Cardinals went down and kicked, uh, kicked a field goal of their own, and so it was a complete fucking wash. Um, that was, uh, that's one aspect of code. That's one nominee for coaching to lose the game. The other nominee is Bill Belichick. Normally a coach that we are used to winning games, attempting a 56 yard field goal in the rain with 56 seconds left where the best case scenario is you give Tom Brady the ball back with 50 seconds to go. And Tom only needs a field goal. That would have been the best case scenario for making that field goal. Um, so anyway, those are your nominees. Trevor, would you like to – You, Trevor can go first this time. Can, can, I, can I write in Urban Meyer, even though he wasn't coaching in a game, but just losing incredibly in life? Urban Meyer, go, Urban Meyer uh, putting himself in there, uh, now the first coach to go 0-5 this season. Yes, that's, uh, that's, that's fine. Coaching to lose the wife. Coaching to lose the game of life. There we go. There we go. Coaching to you. So, so honorable mention, Urban Meyer. Um, I'm going to go with Belichick. I'm going to yeah. go with Belichick because that was what fourth and three, fourth and four, something like that. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't crazy. Yeah, that's not showing too much, uh, too much confidence. You know that if he's used to making that decision because. Swarm freaking Brady uh, is is uh, under center, but uh, uh, not with uh, not with our boy. So I mean, um, McCorkle McCorkle had completed nineteen straight passes at one point that game. Like he he was having a game. Yeah, but um, I'm, just, I'm just saying the confidence isn't there, and and I think that play right there shows the difference. He's yeah. he, that that that's an all day thing, um, you know, with Tom Brady. Yeah. So, so I yeah. think uh, I think he was uh, I think he was coaching scared. Yeah, I agree with that. Doug, what's what's your take here? Yeah. So one is in the first half, but with a veteran quarterback. One is at the end of a game with a rookie quarterback, um, which makes it a little tougher for me because in the first half, I mean, what was, do you know what the score was at halftime of that game? It was – they were down 11. They kicked a field down goal. 11. They go down eight. And it was like 31-20 maybe at halftime, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, probably I'm going to have to go with Belichick as well. Because, um, again, it's, it's almost a lose-lose. You miss it, you lose. You make it, you give Brady the ball back um, with some time and a couple timeouts, right, with two timeouts. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm gonna go with that epic loser, Bill Belichick. What a loser! <laughs> Idiot. Stupid. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Um. Yeah, I've, I've got to go. I, the the McVeigh kicking is unforgivable. Like I get the, it's, I mean, you've got Matthew Stafford. You're on the five fucking yard line. Right, like, just dial up a play there, boy genius. Figure it out. 
You don't have a you don't have a play rattling around in there in your brain to actually go for it. Um, it's not Mike Lafleur, Matt Lafleur, whichever one's. It's not the the Lafleur thing from last year in the NFC Championship game because that was the end of the game. But there's even more time to make up for it if you if you miss here, um, and then for the Cardinals to go right back down the field, and because the Cardinals probably probably backed up in their own five-yard line, probably don't make that second field goal. So either way, you're coming out of this down 11 if you miss. So if you if you made it, you're down 11. You're down eight, and then they go down. You give them time. You get a kickoff to them. They get the ball at the 25-yard line. They can get into their normal offense. They go down there. They kick a field goal. You're Boom, you're down 11 again. Where if you, if you go for it and don't get it, well, you're still down 11, but the Cardinals probably don't have time to go kick the field goal anyway. So it's a fucking watch. Like your only risk there was that you go in for the touchdown and they still come back and kick a field goal, in which case you still picked up four fucking points. So, um, but kicking the not kicking a 56 yard field goal in the rain, uh, with the best case scenario being like, oh boy, I get to kick off to Tom Brady and uh, and the Bucks with about fifty seconds left is you're fucked either way. So uh, Belichick wins this one. Yep. Congratulations, Bill. He's a winner. Um, I, I a warm reception for Tom Brady this weekend, even though he lost three Super Bowls with the Patriots. I was surprised. Right. I love the uh, what Smitzy whatever the fuck. <laughs> The fan reactions. They just, oh, they, I just, did. they just picked the best, like just the mass hole. The, the, the un, un just bridled mass hole was loose in that one. It was great. <clears throat> you said loose asshole. Um, yeah. Ur- 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 Urban Myers just grinning somewhere. Um, <laughs> all right. The Jekyll and Carlos Hyde award for what kind of fucking team are you? Um, Three nominees this week. Saints. Yeah, it have to be. Is it, can all three of them be the Saints? Saints, Titans, and I just, for the sake of a third team, I put the Bears in here. Saints, Titans, and Bears. Who's winning? Who went first last time? I don't know. Trevor, you go first this time. Uh, it's got to be the Saints. Um I mean, the Giants played well. Uh, they put some – they were coached well. Um, not that many mistakes. But the Saints are a good – or should be a very good team. So, um, yeah, that is a who-are-you team for sure. They're, they've been so hot and cold. There's really – there's very little consistency. Uh, Taysom Hill, if he had – you know, unfortunately, if he had started that game, they would. I think they would have won. He was responsible for both of their scores. And their interception. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I'd, it's still Taysom Hill. I mean, the guy's like 35. I mean, I agree. I agree. But uh yeah, there's there's a there's a lack of identity there. They gotta get their shit together. Doug, Saints, Titans, or Bears. Can we nominate the Giants here though? Like what's up that was they they played fucking well. Who are you? Are you dog shit or are you like okay? If you want to nominate the Giants, you nominate the Giants. <clears throat> That's what I'm here for. 
So, so are you on Giants or are you on Saints? I'm gonna go Saints. I'm just being an idiot. <laughs> I thought yeah. I tried to pick the two and two. I tried to pick teams that were two and two, just because sense. it's like yes. you know you're you've won two, you've lost two. Sure. Yeah, no, those are all good options. Uh, the Titans are. I mean, the the Jets losing to the Jets again, even though they're down some. They're two heaviest. Yeah, hitters. there's really no excuse for that one. The Jets are fucking terrible. Um, but you know, it's like I mean, the Giants, the Jets, the Colts—they all like this week. A lot of teams, you know, the the Jaguars played well. Like, there's always going to be a couple games um, where the team you don't think is going to win is going to win. That's just the NFL. Yeah, they all. You know, a lot of teams did that this weekend. Um. So the, the Jets got their victory. They might not get another one this season. But I, I think, uh, yeah, the just I, – I mean, the Titans are worth talking about, but you're right, Trevor. It's the Saints. Um, just what the, what the hell is going on with that performance against P- the Panthers, right? That was their other loss. Yep. And then they looked great against Green Bay. They looked great against whoever they played last week. Who was that? Um, I forget that was last week. So yeah. long ago, my my brain is much right. So, and then this week, yeah. I mean, I mean, the Giants played well, though. I mean, I don't know if it is that surprising, but but yeah, some real up and down play, and that's that is a uh, pretty much a key indication of how I think the season's going to go for the Saints. A lot of up and downs, a lot of great games, a lot of what the hell happened games. I'm like I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Titans. The uh, I get I get that you're banged up, but we're also talking about the Jets. I mean, you went on the road and beat the Seahawks in Seattle, but you can't turn around and like scheme your way past the Jets for sixty minutes like that. I don't I don't get it. I I just don't. So I don't understand the Titans. I doubt the Titans will be in any of my locks um, until they show us who they are. Like the Titans are just not going to be in that in that segment of the podcast. I just like I could see myself for sure saying like, okay, I could see myself going back to the Saints well and be like, okay, they'll get this one, right? Um, but uh, the Titans, man, like, and, and because the Saints had to go up against the road dog, Danny Jones. Who's just, who's just exceptional on the road and proved it again. Um, yeah, you play that game in MetLife Stadium, you know, it's probably a three touchdown Saints win. Yep. Um, no, nomad. All right. So who's right? So there's there's some controversy, controversy, controversy. Uh, at the end of the Ravens Broncos game. The Broncos had well. The way that Vic Fangio would would tell it is he is shocked and appalled at the bullshit um, uh, stat-chasing behavior of John Harbaugh and and the Ravens patting their – tying their NFL record 43rd straight game with 100 yards rushing by running the ball for five yards with three seconds left in the game in a game that was already decided – John Harbaugh's response to that is, bro, you're down 16. You're calling timeouts, trying to fucking score a meaningless touchdown. Go fuck yourself. Um, 
so who who do we think is right? Uh, Doug, do you have any opinions on the Ravens? Um, yeah, no, it's it's all about who it is. It's the Ravens, so fuck them. Fucking take the knee. Player safety, obviously a big deal, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look at your look at your that in there. Yeah, look at your running back situation, and then yeah, let's run one more play. Let's run one more play with a running back. Um, which they've already lost how many? So, so yeah, for me, it's a pretty easy to go against the the Ravens. That's my point of view. Fuck the Ravens. Anything a Harbaugh does is wrong. <laughs> Trevor, any response? Yeah, I disagree. I think I like that. Um, and I, I think Harbaugh—that's the perfect response to that. It's like you're you're saving face. You're keeping the score. You're telling your team not to quit. Like it's on the same side. It's it's we got we can get this done. We're gonna do it and being aware of it. And I like the fact that they did it, which because there's so many you know all press conferences and also about the game and it doesn't matter about stats and all. It does, and to show that they were that aware of it that they did that, um, for the team right. This wasn't any player. This was this was a team. Um, you know, yeah. This, this is, yeah. So I, I like it. I actually like what they didn't. And Fangio was a fucking—he's kind of a little bitch at the end there. Like he really called him out, and then he said, "Player safety, like he, you know, player safety, you know, knowing that they've been kind of uh, under the gun uh, because of all the injuries on that team." So, yeah, I think, I'm, that, I'm, I think that was a low blow. I'm I'm inclined to like Harbaugh's only responsible to the guys in his locker room, and um. Yeah, like, the 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 analogous. You know how good that is for for sorry. You know how good that is for culture on that right. team in the locker room. Like that's great. Like the yeah, I mean, willing the, to do that. The, the analogous situation that people bring up is like, well, you know, nobody liked it when Greg Schiano was, you know, uh, having his defensive lineman trying to trying to dive in there and dislodge a um, a, a QB a kneel down, right? Yeah. yeah, like, and to me, two different, completely different things. Um, one in one scenario, the offense is giving up, right? And go, you know, like go fuck yourself. Two, the other thing is his own defensive lineman didn't want to fucking do it, right? Right? Like you're you, at that point, you're going against the Shiano's going against the wishes of his players, um, and putting him in, putting him in danger, not that they would volunteer for, right? Because they'd be like, dude, the game's fucking over. Can I just go get in the fucking shower? Um, this is never going to work. You make us look like fucking chumps, blah, 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 blah. Um, on the Harbaugh side of things, it's Trevor, to your point, it's a team thing, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a team record. Um, 43 is nothing to fucking sneeze at. Um, it's immensely hard to do. Um, and yeah, if you got to fucking cut a corner there at the end of a game, you know, Fucking, you get the ball back with three seconds left, and you got a chance to go tie tie an NFL record. Go fucking do it. I don't care. So, yeah, I mean to be part of history, right? Like that, what he did in that makes every player on that team a part of history, right? That was yeah, I mean, like now there's just a big asterisk next to it. I mean, it didn't even <laughs> it didn't even happen into the competitiveness of the game. It's a fucking throwaway play. Oh, <laughs> great, great record. You know what happened? Let me tell you something else. Ricky Davis, Cleveland Cavalier. He took the ball. Game was decided. Three seconds left in the game. He took the ball, 
hit it off his own team's rim to get his 10th rebound for a triple-double. That's what this is. This is Ricky Davis getting his triple-double. Congratulations on 4,300-yard game for Ravens. <laughs> All right, questions from the rest of the games. Straight hand sack to Favre? <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that is maybe the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, all right, questions from the rest of the games. After what we just saw from the Patriots, can the Panthers follow the same blueprint and beat the Bucks? Trevor. No. So the Panthers and Bucks are both 3-1. and one. I'm asking because they're going to have to play each other a couple times. Yeah, no. And... That was no. The, no, Tom Brady. No. All right. No. Doug? Yeah, Tom Brady. Uh, it's a long season, you know. Bucks might get bored. You never know. Every team has a little bit of a lull. But I mean, they, if you're asking for, me who's like better. Well, I definitely mean, to, the Bucks. You know, to, to to talk about that game more than you know the rest of the fucking sports world has last week, but just to shed that light on it, like you know, Belichick and that whole team. He even said it. You know, they played defense against Tom Brady for 20 years. They knew every single weakness he had, and they threw the book at him, and they pretty much shut him down. That team won running the ball. That was a team win. Tom Brady did not have the greatest performance in that game, didn't make, like, these crazy clutch throws, didn't, like, bring the team, march the team down the field. Like, that was a team win. That team is more than Tom Brady. Yeah. I, I'm – so, here. so, yes, so no, the Bucks, I, I, the, the, I mean, the, they're coming off a Super Bowl win. It's like this isn't like right. none if of this is team, like, but if there was a team that was going to that was going to, you know, figure out the, you know, follow the blueprint and shut them down. It was it was the fucking Patriots. and They didn't do it. Arguably well, with a bad Belichick call. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I would I, I would say that the the Panthers seem to be the team with more talent on both sides of the ball than than the Patriots. Like, I think the Panthers will probably be a, a tougher like the the game's not going to mean as much, right? Like you, you you don't have the whole Brady returning. Maybe he's got even maybe even Tom Brady's got some nerves going. Maybe he's you know he's being extra like because one of the, the some of the stuff I read today was like he was yeah. being extra cautious with where he was putting the football because he knew how tough this was going to be um, to to get down there. He knew Belichick was going to have a game plan for him. And it was going to be a real chess match, and um, but I think the Panthers might have, you know, the, the Panthers also might be a really tough matchup for them because they've got that good fast defense. So, um, but it's you know it's like it's not. Um, I mean, if Antonio Brown catches that ball in the end zone too, it's it's a different it's a different game in, in right. as well. So right. Um, okay. Um, Next one up. If the Bills go sixteen and one, is there any way Josh Allen doesn't get the MVP? No. Okay. Yeah. Next. Unless Kyler Murray <laughs> goes seventeen and zero. Yeah. Okay. With you know, hundred thousand passing yards. Um. Yeah. Because a 17-game so, winning streak is better than a 16-game winning streak, right? <laughs> Thank you, Copernicus. Um, <laughs> the uh, the Okay, so the scenario I'm more imagining isn't the 17-game winning streak for the Cardinals. It's more the 
does does Josh Allen get overshadowed by a lights out defense and maybe he doesn't have to put up the stats to get to um to get to where he needs to be. Um so like he doesn't have a traditional MVP season. He doesn't throw for 52 touchdowns or something like that, but he does go 16 and one. He's the best player on that team. Um, is it possible that somebody statistically could put up a good enough season that would, well, here's, here's another question. Is a great statistical season this year going to be overshadowed by the whole, like, well, it's the first time we've gone to 17 games and, Blah blah blah. If you take it down to sixteen games, this and this and this, and so we'll give it to the guy with the on the the best team with the best record. I don't even know what I'm fucking asking anymore. Do you guys? Yeah, you yeah. I mean, I think you uh, you know the answer. You always they got to win their division, right? Isn't that one of the criteria? That's one of the new criteria. It feels like, yeah. So so yeah, got to got to win your division. You got to have good stats. I right. think that's I think that's pretty safe. I think you're on to something there, Copernicus. Um, all right, so this was supposed to be a lot of time for Nacho to talk about the Niners, but I've kind of already done that already. Um, I will say that I've been saying uh, that I, I feel like Trey Lance is more 2018 Josh Allen than 2020 Justin Herbert. Um, like, he's not fully formed. There are going to be tons of growing pains. And the guy just played his first half of football in like 700 days or some shit. So I'm not freaking out at all. It didn't look great. Um, But same time, I think, you know, if he's going to, if he gets the start, I think there's some room for him to do some, uh, there's some room for the Niners to, to build a, build a proper game plan around him. Um, Then they go into the buy. And then they play the Colts, and I was texting my buddy this, and I should have come a little bit more prepared for my own fucking podcast, but let me just bring up this text message, because I pulled up their texts. Um, I, I pulled up their schedule when I was talking to my buddy, and I'm like, okay, so where's... Oh, here it is. They're, uh, after, the, after, after their Arizona game, they have their bye, then they host the Colts, go to Chicago, then play Arizona again. And I think no matter who starts, the Niners should expect to be four and three going into that second Arizona game. Um, they could be five and two, but I doubt they'll beat Arizona this weekend. So four and three going into that second Arizona game will probably be the biggest game of the year for them. It'll be the difference between five and three and four and four, which is probably going to be a, a really big difference come the end of the season. So, um, Trent Williams is day to day. I thought he was going to be out for the rest of the year. Um, George Kittle, I haven't heard anything about. He looked like his knee fucking snapped in half. Did you guys see that? I missed that. Uh-uh. Yeah, Holy I missed that. Jesus. Um, Jimmy threw the ball high. Same thing that happened last year in Arizona. And a guy hit him below the leg and folded his knee back on itself. And it was like, it was, I, I was like, well, that's, that's all of his ligaments right there. It's it's a fun one if you can. I'll try and find it next time one of you guys are talking on here. Um, okay. Um, uh, this is just a thought, not even a question. Matt Ryan needs a trade if he has any hope at the Hall of Fame. Where where could where could Matt Ryan go? 
to kind of get his career back on track. Any ideas? Miami? Yeah. That's logical. Be a good spot for him. Pittsburgh. 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 Yep. Oh, here's one. Because a little segue action. What two teams have not had a pro – what are the only two teams in the NFL that have not had a Pro Bowl quarterback since 2003? The only two teams to not have a Pro Bowl quarterback since 2003? Yep. Um, I am going to say – oh, shit. Two teams. Two teams. Pick one. The Jets. Nope. Um, 2003, the Dolphins. The Dolphins is Dan Marino's last Pro Bowl quarterback for the Dolphins in 1995. All right, so the Dolphins are one, and then uh, the shitty quarterback team. Browns. No, the Browns had Derek Anderson. Um, I think I can get this. Hang on one second. Talks amongst yourself. Trevor, any other guesses? Pro Bowl quarterback since 2007? 2003. The only only two teams, the Dolphins are one, and there's another team that has not had a Pro Bowl quarterback since 2003. Is it the 49ers? It's the 49ers. Yeah. Jeff Garcia in 2002 was the last – the last 49ers quarterback to go to the Pro Bowl. Um, have I ever told you when, uh, what year my first live 49er game was? Was it 2003? Yes, I, I forgot. It was the playoff game, and it was the Giant, Niners Giants playoff game, wildcard oh, right. game in 2002. Yeah, it's all your fault. Yeah, that's right. So ever since I've been to a 49ers playoff game, ever since I've been to a live 49ers game, the Niners have not had a um have not had a pro bowl quarterback yeah but before that it was awesome it was pretty good before <laughs> that yeah, yeah did okay yeah. before that and then i had to ruin it by going to a game so anyways yeah um do you believe me now that the lions are terrible or uh, we, D- Doug, more of a question for you or Trevor. It's, I think it's Doug who says it. I say the Lions are terrible, and then every Thursday, Doug says they're playing hard. And I say, yeah, but they're terrible. Yeah, uh, I think the late uh, Dennis Green, this is definitely his – they are who we thought they were. Yeah. Um, especially since they just lost Romeo Aquara. He tore his Achilles. They're definitely not in a situation where they can afford to lose their best players. Um, so I think any shot of them winning a game is come and gone. Um, maybe I got to take another look at their schedule, but um, I think they can. I think they can effort themselves into like a blocked punt here or there that swings yeah. a game, right? Like, yeah, like like I guess maybe the bigger question is: Is there a team that's going to go with no wins? I mean, well, after no last way. week, I would have put the Giants at the top of that list. Well, there's still what the Jaguars and the Lions are the only two unwinless teams, right? Right. So, 
Let me here. I got it in front of me. You just tell me when you hear a win. This is the Lions remaining schedule. Vikings. Nope. Bengals. No. Maybe. Maybe. No. Maybe. Okay. Rams. No. Keep Eagles. Eagles. Maybe. 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 Steelers. No. God, that would okay. Let the Browns, Bears, Vikings, Broncos, Cardinals, maybe Falcons, Seahawks, Packers. So they have what three maybes? Three maybes. Three maybes, but it's like 30-70. Yeah. It's gonna be it's yeah. They're they're just not talented enough. They're just yeah. I mean, they were yeah. down, I think, three scores at one point to the Bears this weekend again. Like, yeah. it's just, they just cannot hang. Um, the other team has too many kneecaps. Right. How many can you bite? Not enough teeth. Um, all right. And uh, you could say the same thing about the Texans, right? They are who we thought they were. They're looking pretty damn awful. I don't well, see them winning another game. They out and we're like, hey, that's a team full of veterans that knows how to squeak out wins. And knows how to keep playing, right? Losing, losing, losing the quarterback and having to go to fucking the Stanford guy is yeah. That's this is just, just too much. Yeah, they you can't be you, you can't be that bad and lose your veteran quarterback. Yeah, forty to nothing was bad. Five turnovers for scoring at will. I just can't imagine that Deshaun Watson isn't good enough to start for this team. <laughs> What was it? Seriously though, when was the last time you saw a forty to nothing? I fucking made a parlay bet. These <laughs> did six points. I had twenty four points <laughs> in my bet, and I had no chance. That no chance. Oh, you bought an extra six points with yeah. Uh, wow. No and chance. Still, and still lost by two scores. Yeah, forty to nothing. That's an NFL score. 2021. When was the last time you saw a team lose 40 to nothing? Yeah. Well, it's just like the first week of the season throws people off all sorts of like logical shit. I remember the the Niners first game in the Jim Tom Sula era. They smoked the Vikings in San Francisco and then won one more game, I think, the rest of the year. Remember when the Giants beat the Dante Culpepper, Randy Moss, Vikings, forty something to seven? Is that the? the is that the? To then get fucking whooped by the Ravens in the Super Bowl? Yeah, it was the, the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Another that was thing, like the playoff um, team. That was one of the biggest upsets of all time. Yeah, it was. The, that Lions and Bears game too. Did you guys see that? Um, oh my! The offense. The offensive coordinator. Bill Lazor was calling plays for the Bears, and they yeah. So they and won like, twenty four. And and uh, um, numbnuts. Matt Nagy is is was wouldn't even admit that he was doing it or something. Like his like press conference after was like all sorts of fucking. He's crazy the worst. Shit. Like, like his press conference make him just look so much worse. Yeah, the shit that comes out of his mouth, man. He's such D- a dickhead. Dummy. Yeah. Um. All right, but then, but then you have Urban Meyer with a hold my beer moment. Yeah. Hey, is B- Big Ben still done? Right, still completely washed. Absolutely. Okay. Just but he threw the ball. Care. I mean, I, I commented in the chat, man. Like, 
he threw a 40 yard pass in the air yeah. that was caught. Yeah. I want to I want to see him like remember when he used to like punt? I want to huh. see him punt the ball again. Just for old time's sake. Everything's in slow motion with him. He looks so slow. Yeah, he does. I almost feel bad for him. Almost. You don't. You don't. <laughs> no. you don't. It's not even close. No, I, I love don't. to see it. I told you right. lie there. All right. Well, it's eleven oh seven here on the West Coast. I think that's uh, it's the time for a hockey corner. All right, fire up the Zambonis, eh? Hockey's about to start. Lots of teams looking good. Lots of new talent out there. And some big signings here last week. Let's get it going. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.